Let Me Google That is sponsored by Water Cooler Trivia. In a disconnected world, feeling connected to the people you spend 3,000 million hours a day with at work can be weird and hard. Water Cooler Trivia can help. Their curious, clever crew creates custom trivia quizzes that you and your team can play on your own time, and then you can all bond over the results. And the best part is that you get to show off your encyclopedic knowledge of 90s pop culture. Get your geek on at watercoolertrivia.com and tell them Let Me Google That sent you. As far as I'm concerned, a great big satisfying yawn is one of life's little pleasures. It looks and sounds a bit silly, of course, which is why I invariably have to edit several yawns out of this podcast every day. <sighs> Not because I'm bored, however, but because I record these at like six in the morning and am drinking my coffee and am sometimes still a little bit sleepy. <laughs> Yawning, I realize, is something that I experience daily and yet have a very vague understanding of, not just for me, but also for my dog. I often find that we, not unlike humans, seem to pass a yawn back and forth on particularly long, unceasing afternoons. That is an example of contagious yawning, where one person yawns and then suddenly everybody in the room gets the urge to yawn too. Or as like when I was in school, one kid just pretended to yawn during an exam and then everybody else followed suit to be a dick. Anyway, genuine contagious yawning isn't just found in humans. It's actually been observed in a number of animals, dogs, wolves, chimps, baboons, bonobos, most other primates, rats, sheep, elephants, and even fish. Side note, how the hell do fish yawn if they're underwater? Like, I'm extremely confused about this, and that is going to be a whole separate Wikipedia wormhole, so if you also go down that Wikipedia wormhole, let me know. Anyway, yawning, or oscitation, in human, dogs, or fish, or whoever, is a reflex and it follows a very familiar pattern. A nice inhalation, a stretching of the eardrums, and then a nice exhalation. <laughs> Um, so the stretching of the eardrum, the tensor tympani, creates a sort of funny noise inside your head right at the crescendo of the yawn. And I always think that it's kind of like what it sounds like when you're underwater. So it feels like being underwater for a second and hearing the world from underwater. So yawning actually tends to make a sound. And a lot of times you, know, you engage in like a good physical stretching uh, of like your whole body if it is socially appropriate to do so. And even sometimes if it isn't strictly socially appropriate to do so. And the actual of yawning and stretching at the same time has its own name, and that is pendiculation. So yawning is an autonomic function. It's something that we're hardwired to do and that we don't have to learn how to do. So ultrasounds are actually so clear now that we can see a fetus yawning in utero, probably because they ran out of series to watch on Netflix. In terms of physiology and social psychology, there are at least 20-odd proposed reasons for yawning in humans, um, and the primary of which is fatigue. But yawning has also been purported to be triggered by boredom, stress, hunger, and of course, the positive feedback loop in groups of the aforementioned contagious yawn. So one study in 2014 linked yawning to temperature, claiming that there appears to be a thermal window at about 68 degrees Fahrenheit or 20 degrees Celsius, where humans will begin to yawn less as the temperature decreases. The implication of the study being that perhaps we yawn to regulate our brain temperature. Previous theories have been introduced that we yawn to draw in extra oxygen, but there's actually no strong evidence for that. In fact, the very 
physiology of a yawn seems to point more in the opposite direction. We would actually take in less oxygen through a yawn, although we may expel more CO2 upon exhalation. Looking to animals for clues, it's been postulated that yawning helps keep animals alert and that it's an evolutionary trick to help them uh, avoid becoming prey. So my dog also yawns, I notice, to relieve tension when she's stressed, especially during thunderstorms. So it may be that nervousness triggers a possible fight or flight response and the yawns are like a little nudge of alertness so that you're ready to do what you have to do to survive. So one study observed that moments before jumping out of airplanes, paratroopers consistently yawn, and that may be to increase their alertness because they're about to jump out of a freaking airplane. So psychological theories abound as well, and the possible biochemical triggers for yawning have been said to be pretty much everything from serotonin to nitric oxide. Opioid neurotransmitters like endorphins, however, have actually been shown to decrease the frequency of yawning. So further research into the phenomenon of contagious yawning, which is kind of how we started this conversation, seems to imply that we don't really know as much about it as we thought. So the contagiousness of a yawn seems self-evident because because we've all had that experience of like seeing a yawn spread through a room, but the reason why may not be what we assume it would be. The truth is that we really don't know because there haven't been that many studies. Um, so we don't have strong evidence either way that contagious yawning is real or not real or why it might happen. One finding that's interesting though, I think, in terms of our sort of fairly limited understanding of the yawning phenomenon is that it's been observed that some people seem to be immune to that yawn contagion response. So many people with autism or schizophrenia, both of which impact a person's sort of perception of other people people in their environment don't exhibit that yawn contagious reaction. Neither do children under the age of four. And that's actually really important in and of itself because it lends itself to the theory that yawn contagion is actually about empathy rather than evolution. So for those whose empathy centers of the brain are in some way compromised or underdeveloped, the emotional trigger of the yawn would go unnoticed. So whatever the reason, after millennia of human evolution, we still yawn. So it must have a purpose to some extent. Uh, otherwise it wouldn't have survived this long. Unless of course it did just survive this long and it's just some kind of like harmless leftover trait. But in any case, embrace the yawn. Enjoy it. After all, either way, it is your biological imperative.